Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fuck It! And that stands for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. Believe it or not, I didn't always have intelligent tactics. In fact, I have been working out for 34 years. Okay. Started at the tender age of 12. Um, just curious about how to get stronger, uh, to transform an undersized underdog body into something respectable that would not feel intimidated by stronger, bigger guys. And the rest is history. So um, this is my story. Okay. If I could go back and tell 12, 13, 14, 16 year old me, you know, from 34 years of learning through trial and error, through teaching this professionally, uh, judging professional bodybuilding shows, working on weight loss shows, all kinds of stuff, right? Being a um, professional wrestler um, in a world where your body is your business, right? So I just thought I'd give some tips out um, to you younger folk or to um, my fellow silver foxes. When you look back, um, maybe these are some of the lessons that you had learned over the years as well. And um, I've got some jotted down, but I've also, I'm sure I'm going to have some come off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, first one is start with the basics, you know, um, stay with compound movements, you know, uh, pressing motions, pulling or chin up motions, overhead pressing, squats, deadlifts, things like that. Get away from things like I owned, which were like forearm trainers, where you pay 50, 60 bucks at the sporting goods store for this apparatus that you just simply do this with to build your forearms. Okay. Um, when you lift heavy weights, your forearms will grow. Um, there's no doubt about it. So um, that's one thing that I can definitely say was a waste of money. Um, and, and doing things like uh, a lot of, uh, of concentration curls with 12, 15 pound weights. Um, no, what made the biggest difference in my physique was when I learned to stick with the basics, train intensely, um, form, you know, working on form. That is a big one because when you're young, you sustain an injury or you use terrible form and you don't really pay for it. Yeah, you feel an ache or, oh, my shoulder, oh, my knee, but you don't really know what the long-term effect of that is. So it's kind of like doing a reverse mortgage. You start off with small payments and then you get these big balloon payments at the end. You're like, oh boy, right? So you don't even know what you're doing to your body. I would run, um, you know, 50, 60, 70 miles a week outside, you know, hit pounding the pavement. And these older guys would be like, you shouldn't be running. Why do you see how your knees are going to feel? I'm like, yeah, what do you know, old man? They were right. I mean, I'm not that old, but still the knees take a beating. So, um, you know, what you, it's like everything else in life, moderation, right? Moderation is key. If you want to do something for a long time, do it right and have balance in your routine. You like to power lift? Well, take it, take it and cycle it in and out of your routine. You know, do some conditioning work, take a complete layoff and go play a sport or, you know, do some intervals on a stationary bike, uh, take a yoga class, do some different things. 
I mean, if you're very highly trained in one area and then you go to another area, you'll see just what fitness is. Fitness is very specific to the activity. So, you know, it, it all works together. So it's always good to be a little stronger, a little bit more mobile, a little faster, um, to have some endurance. You can go run a mile, all kinds of stuff, right? So you want to be well cross-trained, even though I don't hear that word very much anymore. Hey, old people, remember that? Cross-trainers? Cross-training? Okay. The other thing was use less total weight on the bar. How many times have you seen three 14 to 16-year-old boys with a bench press and they're all like, you know, almost like a dick measuring contest where they're trying to see who can bench press the most weight? Well, I was one of those guys. Um, in fact, I live probably 200 yards away from the gym that I did this at, but um, where I first pressed 300 pounds. And it was just, you know, wrecking shoulders, uh, feeding ego, looking for identity. And, you know, older guys, I'm sure there were older guys that came up, you know, experienced guys that were like, eh, you don't need all that weight, kid. What are you doing? Your form is horrible. You're going to throw your back out. You're going to hurt your neck and hurt your shoulder. Those guys are right. It does do that. You do feel the pain. When you wake up every morning, once you hit that magical age, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 40, sometimes it's 50. I guess it depends on who you picked for your mom and dad and your genetics, but it definitely will come back to haunt you, okay? I tell a lot of people that um, I know that were CrossFitters, notice I said were CrossFitters because they usually get caught up in the camaraderie and the heavy powerlifting movements and end up... Uh, ex-crossfitters because now they have an injury and now they're looking for things low impact and doing things that are going to work for work with their body and for their body. So nothing gets CrossFit, just stating what one example that I have. The other one is with supplementation. Okay. So when I was growing up, you had something called rapid weight gain, rapid weight gainer, which was an 800 to maybe a thousand calorie protein shake. And I had people saying, oh, you need a good multivitamin mineral. You need to maybe take some amino acids. None of these things to um, a young kid looking to get as big as the bodybuilders, uh, this did not appeal to me. I thought, well, I need rapid weight gain. And I sure did gain a lot of weight. I was strong as an ox and I was as big as an ox. So I had a lot of muscle but I had a lot of fat along with it and it did not look like I thought it was going to look like the guys on a ton of steroids looked. I'm like, what's going on here? Right. I was figuring out how to eat, but I thought because of the amazing, uh, brilliant marketing of supplementation. And to this day, even though people know better, I mean, the science of evolution has evolved so much and, it's more mainstream as far as people know more about nutrition, about diets, about all the other stuff, the macronutrients than they've ever known before, yet there's still this appeal of marketing. When you see the guy, the before and after, and you go, oh, I want that. And then the results, you know, it shows that he got ripped in six weeks and in the very bottom, it says results not typical. And a lot of times when you peel back the, the curtain and you want to see the wizard behind the curtain, whatever they say, you'll find that you had a guy who had just done a professional bodybuilding show or a photo shoot as a model, 
and they paid him to reverse engineer his body. In other words, to get fat and then take his before pictures. So, yeah. If you ever um, are interested in your in your mid-40s or baby boomers, uh, take a look at the movie Bigger, Faster, Stronger, Chris Bell. Fantastic movie if you grew up in the time of Schwarzenegger, Hulk Hogan, uh, Stallone. You'll appreciate this movie if you were one of those kids like me that was into the supplement game, reading the bodybuilding magazines, and thinking you were going to emulate the results of your heroes. No, you will not. Unless you're that micro small percent that has those amazing genetics. Then you could just basically eat Burger King and walk around and you look like a million bucks. Not a lot of us. Okay. That leads me into the um, don't read the bodybuilding magazines. I would tell myself, quit wasting all this money on supplements, hundreds of dollars a month or whatever. Like any jobs I had where I worked way too hard for too little money, I was more than happy to go over to my local vitamin shop and drop that money down on the table to get another month's supply of protein powder, weight gainers, pre-workout type stuff, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was just when you're young, you've got tons of testosterone and anything you eat just about turns into muscle if you're working out, if you're staying active. So I would have definitely stayed with whole food, not supplements and save that money and just to stay away from the bodybuilding magazines. Four or five bucks, buying five, five of them a month. There was like Muscle Mag, Muscle and Fitness, Flex, Men's Health, Men's Fitness. That's just five off the top of my head. I know there's more. Iron Man, six. And I had tons of those magazines, and they all went into the recycling bin. All the hopes and dreams of looking like uh, Sean Ray or Mike Menser or Mike Matarazzo, all these guys, right? No, 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 it did not happen. It happened when I learned how to eat cl uh, clean and train correctly. And all of a sudden I started to have a fitness model type of body. And I was like, wait a minute. It was not supplementation that helped. Uh, it might give you a, a small fraction of an edge, but when you're young and you're building, it's like, no, it reminds me of a funny story. I was in the gym years ago with a couple of buddies and we're working out and we're all trying to get ripped. And this bigger, older guy, guy you could tell it's a muscle maturity. He'd been around the block a little bit. He comes up and he goes, what are you guys doing? And my one buddy who was the thinnest one goes, I'm getting ripped. And he looks at me, he goes, you got nothing to rip. <laughs> he goes, you need to go have uh, some whole milk, some steak and eggs. And pick up some weights, quit doing 5,000 crunches. It's funny. I look back at that. But, um, you know, don't listen to the bodybuilders, the guys, you know, that are basically, you know, doing a lot of drugs. Even the natural shows, they're suspect as well. You know, there's guys that are genetically predispositioned to look bigger, to be bigger, and have probably spent years honing their craft along with a little bit of testosterone assistance or some DECA or some other stuff. So you could still build an amazing body naturally. And at the end of the day, if you're looking to attract female attention or even male attention for that matter, if you have a strong, lean, healthy body, 
doesn't have to be shredded 2% body fat or 300 pounds of muscle with veins on veins. I can appreciate the effort it takes to get to those extremes, but at what point are you risking your long-term health? That's the hardest sell to the young people. So guys, I think your generation is a lot more long-term thinking than mine was. So learn from the old folks. Learn from the, the old Dodgers. Like myself, Shane. All right, guys. That's enough of that. Enough of this old man ramble. You guys like, share, subscribe. Let me know what you think. Uh, your thoughts on this era. Whether you were one of the good old boys back in, the, back in my day, in the 80s and 90s or even beyond, right? Younger or older than me, rather. And uh, you young guys, I'm here. Ask me any questions. I can help lead you and guide you to a better future through my mistakes. Take care.